You're listening to 91.3 FM WTSR at the College of New Jersey. My name is Cassie Malnick, and this is 91 Point News, your weekly dose of local and national news, as well as wellness and lifestyle. So this week, we have more underground interviews coming up. But before that, we have our first collab with The Signal. Um, So we have writer Caitlin Bavaro reading her story about the recent Bands Off Our Bodies rally at TCNJ being postponed. Here's the story. The Bands Off Our Body campaign will be hosting a rally at the lawn in front of Trenton Hall to protest against the recent overturning of Roe v. Wade and the Planned Parenthood v. Casey case. The rally, which was initially going to take place September 10th, has since been postponed with no official date yet due to issues raised that would potentially cause bigger issues, according to the organization's Instagram at bandsoff.tcnj. The rally was postponed due to some unforeseen circumstances in regards to finances said founder of Bands Off Our Bodies, junior criminology major, Jess Merkin. The rally is going to take place next month, but we are unsure of what day that will be for now. The rally is not canceled, it will not be, but rather postponed for now. During the event, there will be speakers from the League of Women's Voters of New Jersey, as well as students from the college. Other student bodies from campuses, including Rutgers University and Montclair University, have been invited to attend as well. All the proceeds that the organization raises will be donated to pro-choice organizations in states with trigger laws looking to ban abortions. On June 24th, the U.S. Supreme Court voted in favor of Dobbs in regards to the case Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization, which in turn overturned Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, two cases which guaranteed reproductive rights to the Constitution, including the right to privacy and abortion for any citizen with a uterus. This controversial overturning gives power to the individual states to create their own laws in regards to reproductive rights, causing millions of citizens to lose their once-protected rights. Since then, millions of Americans have protested against this overturning by donating to pro-choice organizations as well as attending protests and rallies. It's shocking that in 2022, we have to continue to fight, scream, and cry out for politicians to recognize that our bodies should belong exclusively to ourselves, said senior international studies and political science major Jenna Aziz. As far as I'm concerned, no one should be forced to subject their body to anything, regardless of what potential the fetus might have. Merkin began the idea of planning a rally at the college and has since collaborated with other college students to make this protest a reality. I knew that starting a rally was a long shot and could be very challenging, said Merkin during an interview with Lions TV. I used the few researches I had, group me, social media, and a few friends, and I was able to get hundreds of people to reach out to join, including some co-sponsorships. Merkin was shocked at the amount of people who were interested in the organization and the rally. She said she was compelled to act, to plan the rally, to act somehow, even on the smallest of scales. The students who choose to speak at the rally aren't gaining anything. They are speaking from the heart, said Merkin. We want to uplift their voice because they can be so powerful. Merkin also intends on using her platform to educate her fellow students on reproductive rights and issues. Other members of the college's bands of our body include graduate students and the committee liaison and day of operations chair, Brittany Kareckel, junior criminology major and social media chair, Natalie Patello, 
junior history and women's gender and sexuality studies major Diamond Array, who is the publicity and outreach chair, junior criminology and women's gender and sexuality studies major Delia Michelle, who is the editorial chair, junior graphic design and women's gender and sexuality studies major Claire Caesar, who is the fundraising chair, as well as several other students. Although the college and the state of New Jersey is not directly affected by the outcome of Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization, many students, like Maddie Campbell, a sophomore women's gender and sexuality studies and urban education major, still feel passionate about this cause. Even in a so-called safe state in terms of access to abortion, said Campbell, we still have to continue to fight for our rights. I want to say thank you again to Caitlin for reading her story, and now time for more underground interviews. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Catherine, and I am joined today by Lainey Altmiller, who just performed at our WTSR 2022 Fall Underground. Um, I have some questions to ask you. I'd like to start off. Um, if you want to talk a little bit about um, how you got into making music. Yeah, so my mom is big into music. She's not a musician herself, but she loves so many artists. And when I was little, she would always play her favorite artists for me. And that's what really got me into it. I tried out a bunch of different extracurriculars when I was in elementary school, but music was the thing that really stuck with me and that I kept doing. Yeah. Can I ask what artists, like, specifically that you'd listen to or that your mom would put on? Um, one of my favorites that she showed me that I still listen to is Jackson Brown. Mm -hmm. um, she showed me Steve Earle, who I loved when I was little. Um, I love artists like Joni Mitchell and Carole King, Billy Joel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, would you say that those, like, not only do you love them, but would you say you also draw, like, inspiration? Like, would they be considered, like, your musical influences? Definitely, yeah. Since I listened to them while I was becoming an artist, I think they influenced me more than the artists that are my favorites now, who I think mm -hmm. influenced me a little bit, but not in a different way. Like, that's what I aspire to, but where I come from is the artists I listened to when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And can I ask some of, like, who are some of your favorites now? Um, my favorite artist is Lizzie McAlpine. I love her. Her lyrics and her music are just genius. She's definitely my favorite. Awesome. Um, and you said, like, you know, like elementary school music was the thing that really like stuck with you as something you want to pursue more than anything else you tried. Um, did you start out like you, of course, play guitar? Is that how you started out? Like, um, no, I started playing guitar when I was in eighth grade, mm -hmm. but I started taking piano lessons when I was four. So that was the first thing I did. Um, and then I started joining choirs mm -hmm. when I was in elementary school. And I started writing my own songs seriously when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, so writing your own music, can you talk a little bit more about your songwriting process? I are, we already talked about some of your musical influences, but where else do you draw inspiration from? Um, where do you start? How long does it take you when you're writing music? Um, I almost always start with lyrics. I'm a word person. Um, some songs are really quick. I'll finish them in an hour or two. And some songs take me a few weeks and I need to ask a friend to co-write it with me, um, which I love that, too. And that's almost more satisfying than being able to say, I wrote the song in an hour, like saying mm -hmm. I worked really hard on this and it's like just as good as the really easy ones. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And 
can I ask where you grew up? And yeah, you... I live right outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay, awesome. Um, is that where you, you know, still? Yeah, I still live there. I go to school um, at Kutztown University. Oh, awesome. So, near Allentown. Yes. Yeah. Can I ask what you're majoring in? If it has anything to do with music, I don't know. Yes, I'm majoring in commercial music. Awesome. I just started my senior year, which is exciting, but very scary, too. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So, you have have, uh, an EP out. That's correct. I don't know if you want to talk a little about the process of... um, creating that like from start to finish um yes yeah my ep lightweight i put it out um this past may and i started working out it i started working on it about a year ago like this time of year last year um yeah first i picked the songs from like all the songs that i've been stocking up over the years before because i hadn't recorded anything until last year um so i picked the songs and then um, I got some of my friends at Kutztown to help me out with it because my main thing is songwriting, but mm-hmm. collaborating with other artists really like elevated my music because mm-hmm. um, I'm not an incredible guitarist, but my friend is, so he could come up with way better parts that made the songs sound so much more professional. So it was really helpful to work with other people because I've primarily worked by myself up mm-hmm. until then, yeah. which I like doing that because it feels safe. But working with other people is also really yeah. cool because everyone brings in a different yeah. perspective. Sounds good to have like that community and be able to like, build off of each other. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're working on anything right now, if that's something that I don't know if you're like always working on something or if you're taking a break from... Yeah, I actually just started working on another EP. I just scheduled the recording date, so I'm in, like, rehearsals right now. So, yeah, I'll be recording that soon. We'll probably be out sometime in the spring again. So, yeah, I didn't think I was going to do one so quickly after the last one, but I had songs I wanted to record, and I figured I should do it now while I'm still in school, and I have, like, Mm -hmm. the people, and I use the school studio which was so easy and much less expensive than it will be when I'm not in school anymore. Yeah, I was going to ask um, where you record. That's awesome. Congratulations yeah. on starting that. Thanks. Um, and can I ask um, about like playing live? So you've, of course, you know, played our underground today. Um, what's your experience playing uh, live? What do you like about it? Um, I love performing. I'm terrible at speaking in front of people, but I love to perform my own songs um, which some people don't get because it's like more vulnerable because it's my songs, but I don't know. I just want to get those out there. Mm-hmm. So I played a lot of gigs when I was in high school, mm-hmm. um, just at restaurants and at the mall in yeah. Scranton. Um, and that was great. Um, it was, I got paid for it. So <laughs> that was awesome. And I got a lot of performing experience. I haven't so much the past few years just being in school has mm-hmm. been a lot more busy. Pandemic too, I feel like it makes that yeah. difficult. <laughs> yeah. So I want to start doing it more, though. I have I had this today, and I have a show in December in Phoenixville, which is like my first show at a music venue. Awesome. So I'm very excited for that. But yeah, I definitely want to start performing more because I love to perform. Awesome. Yeah, my next question is going to be if we ha- you have any shows for our listeners to look forward to. Yes. Um, 
Um, I would like to talk now a little bit about um, like college radio. I don't know if you have any experience with college radio beyond our WTSR underground, or if it's meaningful to you in any way. Um, actually, this past spring and just last week, I was on uh, my school's radio, oh. Kutztown Radio, KUR. Um, yeah, I did an interview with them this week, and they played one of my songs. This is the first time I've recorded live in a studio, a radio station. Um, but yeah, so I'm getting a little bit of interview experience, so I'm getting better at the speaking part. (laughs) Um, and can I ask for the songs you recorded today? Uh, you performed, um, Made You Happy, Smoke Mm -hmm. Damage, and Luminary. Um... I'm just curious, like, I mean, they were all awesome, but, like, were th- was there a specific reason you chose those, just what you were feeling? Um, Made You Happiest from my EP Lightweight, mm-hmm. and on that one, I had one of my friends sing it on my EP because we did it as a rock song, which I don't really have the voice for, um, but my friend, she has a killer voice, so I wanted her to sing it on the EP, mm-hmm. but I also love doing it acoustic by myself because yeah. that's how I wrote it. Um, so I wanted to have, like, a good recording of that, and I thought this was a good opportunity. Um, Luminary will be on my next EP, so I thought it would be good to do a little preview. Yeah. And Smoke Damage, I just like that one. I thought, I don't know, I wrote that last semester, and I like it. Yes. Um, it's kind of it for me. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about, or even just plug social medias. Um, my social media on Instagram and TikTok is Lainey Altmiller Music. Um, I have two music videos for my last EP out on YouTube. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for coming and performing. It was wonderful to have you. Uh, you're awesome. So Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. Um, hi, my name is Julia Landy, and I am doing an interview at 91.3 FM WTSR at the College of New Jersey with, with Mixolydian Dreamer following their performance at our underground this fall. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Yes. No? So, no? no? Okay. Um, may, yeah, may you please introduce yourselves? Yeah, sure. Sure, Julia. Um, all right, I'm Angela. I play guitar in Mixolydian Dreamer. Michael, I play keys. I'm Evan. I play bass in Mixolydian Dreamer. I'm Dan. I play drums. Sometimes I play the full. Okay, cool. <laughs> Multi-talented group we have here. Um, so you guys obviously just wrapped up your performance. How did you feel about the performance? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty darn happy. Like, I think it was really showed um, our talents really well. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, I, th- I was really happy. I don't know what you guys... Yeah, I, I did well. I, I hit the drums correctly, <laughs> appropriately. Yeah, I thought sticks. I thought it sounded good. How did that compare to other shows you do in the past? I know this isn't quite a show, but yeah. as a live performance, um, how does this experience compare to other things you guys have do- worked on in the past? Yeah, so I think with the four of us, we've only actually done one other performance, and we were a little bit under-rehearsed for it. I, I was going to say, I think, I think when we did John and Peter's, we were, I think, a bit more energized. But that was also a combination of being tired and wanting to get this over with as quickly as possible. Yeah, it was an 11 o'clock show. Yeah, 11 we o'clock. Went pa- I think we went past 12. Yeah. Like 11 p.m.? Yeah. yeah. 11 That's not even to begin what my night went funny. after that show. It was nuts. I got to tell you all about that. Mm. Yeah. I, but had a, yeah. I had a really strange night. I think all things considered, like, musically, 
I, w- I think we were all pretty impressed with ourselves, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll say that. The fact that we were able to one take a song is. And that was like exempt. our best take we've ever yeah. done in that yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Pretty extraordinary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I know, um, Angela, you live in Princeton, but you oh, yeah. are a TCNJ alumni. And I know, Evan, you are currently in TCNJ. Yes. Um, the rest of you, do you have any associations with the college or? Um, myself, no, I do not. Okay. My, uh, my brother is a TCNJ alum. Okay, cool. He, I, was, uh, he, I think okay. he has connections to the station, too, I think. Yeah. Well, is Hello World? Yeah, yeah. he's Hello World. Yeah, Ben. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Is that his name? Okay, I yeah, remember. Ben. Yeah, I was just curious. Hi, um, Ben, if you're listening. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> as um, TCNJ alumni, TCNJ students, and also, Angela, you have your own show at WTSR. How did it feel to be, like, the performance, like, working, like, within the college, like, in a different position? Like, does it make you feel, like proud or more attached to the community of the college as a whole like just i don't know if you have any insight on that yeah relation i can say it made me feel like i was old it's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer <laughs> like it's like i feel like i didn't belong almost but like no, no, no like i be- like i felt like i belong like it's hard to say like mm. i felt like it was like a student thing but i felt more involved by doing it i guess mm. Like, I think between my own show and, like, doing this, it's really great that I can get involved with WTSR even though I'm not an active student at TCNJ. Mm. And it makes me think about what I've been missing out on. Aww. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that's probably what I can say about that. Okay. That's so cool. Um, Obviously, the interviewer here, me, Julia, is a part of WTSR, so I like Oh, you that- are? Yeah, in case yeah. you didn't know. Um, but yeah, I love the radio station. Where are we? Um, so happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, you guys, obviously, your performance, all your songs were instrumental, and I'm assuming your entire discography is instrumental? Currently, I am writing some more music for us, though, that will have vocals. So. Okay, cool. So, yeah. um, what's that? Did, was there anything, any particular reason why you were drawn to instrumental music first and why you're trying to make that transition into vocal music? Or is it just a general, like, oh, you want to vary up your discography? So there's several reasons. One, I just am very self-conscious about my voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think the other piece of it is also I just, like, r- I like the challenge of writing instrumentals mm-hmm. that stay intriguing to the listener because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot harder to do that because all the music like your average population listens to has lyrics to keep people's attention so i find it much more challenge like a fun challenge to write instrumentals like mm-hmm. especially when they're like eight minutes long like ancient adventure mm-hmm. but um yeah also i just have been very self-conscious with my voice but um i will start singing on the next album and a little nervous but i'm also excited to play some of those with these guys yeah the no, song that's we're awesome. working on is that gonna end up in set lists it could. I don't mind. Is uh, it, like, if you have any, like, recent, or any recent releases or upcoming releases that you're looking forward to sharing? Or yeah, other can, upcoming shows, I too? I can share some. Yeah, so we're going to be playing at Haunted Hallway at TCNJ Campus. Oh, awesome. That's in, in October, f- yeah. month or so. In right? October, October yeah. 28th. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we're looking to get some more shows. We kind of just, like, are starting now. I think now that we're more rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as releases, I am planning on releasing, like, an acoustic version of the first album I release. Mm-hmm. Like, a little EP with, yeah. like, acoustic versions. So I'm really excited about that. I also have another whole second album that I'm working on. Okay, that's awesome. That's so exciting. And yeah. as you guys say, you're looking to play more shows. Um 
do you consider yourself maybe like a part of like a local music scene or like where do you see yourselves? Because I know um, I you guys are in like a very active band. I know Visalini and Dreamer has been going on for quite a few years now, right? Uh, yeah, like two years. two years. I released, okay. yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say um, I know there's like scenes in like Philly, New yeah. Brunswick, Asbury. Um, how do you feel just about like having these like independent music scenes, and do you see yourself as a, like a part of that community, and how does that factor into like how you see yourself as a musician? We're a Kansas City band. Oh, okay, <laughs> weird Actually, one, my, but my, like one cool. of my, my best friend from high school just moved to Kansas City. Oh, Why? Right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, you're gonna see a lot of us. What was I gonna say? I think it's kind of hard to answer that because we're like. Dan's from South Jersey. Yeah, we're we're all kind of spread out. And Mike's mm. not like North Jersey, but North part of Central Jersey. Mm. So, like you know, like the Philly scenes kind of by Dan, but between yeah. like Mike and like, it's that's like what, closer yeah, but, to the New Brunswick scene. So I, yeah. I I'd like to get involved in like I mean I've been to a lot of New Brunswick house shows just yeah. because that's been the closest nice to me. Scene, I don't know about right? you guys. What your opinion on this? I've thing? never been to New Brunswick. But I'm more, you've, I'm have more, you been to Philly? I'm, I'm more familiar, no, more familiar with like the Philly, like kind of like Marlton, what's the other Glassboro? Oh yeah, like yeah. Rowan. Yeah. yeah, Rowan. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. The only North Jersey venue that I have any of level of experience with is Dingbats, and uh, no comment. <laughs> this is the only. If you run Dingbats and you're listening, no comment. <laughs> What is it? I'm from Marstown, so I'm familiar. Oh, like, yeah. I've been to, like, Boon Tunes. So yeah. Just, to, just to clarify, not Morristown? Like, M-O-R-R-I-S. Okay. Yeah. Summit. Oh, th- yeah. That's not far from me. No, Summit's, like, 20 minutes? 20 minutes. I gotta actually look at Boon Tunes. I forgot all about them, but, yeah. I also looked, was looking at Red House. Where's I think that that's one? also in Boonton. Okay. Yeah, so. Boonton is, like, 15 minutes from me, maybe. And the Montclair's, yeah. like, half an hour or so. So yeah. those are, like, what's around me. But even New Brunswick's, like, 40 minutes from me at home, 40 yeah. minutes from here. So that's probably where I've been to the most of, like, the local musicians. Right. Yeah. Right, that's cool. Um, Sorry. I was going to say, so, Angela, you're the main brains behind the songs, I'm guessing? Yeah, I've been ha- writing the only songs brain. and stuff. The no. only brain. <laughs> What's that process like for you, if you want to share? Do you have any specific inspirations or influences with how you write your songs? Yeah, like songwriting. Yeah, songwriting. Just what's that like for you? Especially, you, like you said, um, you like the challenge of composing instrumental yeah. pieces. <clears throat> well, I think one of the big inspirations is Dream Theater. Because, mm-hmm. like, they... I don't want to say Mixolydian Dreamers, like, progressive rock or anything. It's I, can't, I don't know what to find. But anyways, um, mm-hmm. they write a lot of instrumentals, and I think that's really what got originally got me into like writing instrumentals and you know keeping the listener engaged with like different parts and stuff um yeah i don't know if this quite is what you're asking but also like one thing i do is i usually write all my music digitally like i kind of program the parts and Mm -hmm. then i play it to record it and play it live of course and um i don't know i it's weird because like I guess most people just like play a song, like play mm. stuff, and they come with a riff because that's what's more convenient. But like, I kind of grew up programming stuff in the FL Studio, so mm. like, that just happens to be my process. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's a very unique approach to it, which I think. Yeah, is very I think it has some downsides. Like sometimes, like, I mean, obviously in the program, everything's gonna sound digital, but mm. and lifeless. But like, I feel like sometimes that kind of transposes to like. The song and I think I have to try mm-hmm. to 
tweak it a bit to give it some life if that makes any sense yeah no that's that's really cool too and i i'm guessing as something as it being something you've worked on for a while you've come to kind of like work out some of the kinks and just learn a lot from just like practicing writing so many songs yeah yeah definitely it's definitely something that's come like my original instrumental songs are like just not very good yeah (laughs) so it's definitely something that really comes with doing it Mm, i think a lot of like art is like that too Absolutely. which is why it's cool to have those like old recordings at least in like my opinion like no whether, totally yeah. i like listening to them seeing how far i've come yeah because they're not like so bad they're cringe yeah <laughs> it's like a nice like personal reward too and like why you kind of love music or yeah. i don't want to speak for you but no, it's totally. something i've noticed totally that's I can awesome agree with that. and then i know <laughs> we touched briefly upon the fact that like you're a tcnj alum and someone else in your band is a current tcnj student i was gonna say what is your experience with college radio, what do you think of it? And do you have, like, any advice for working with college radio, whether it be bands who are interested in getting to, like, have their music on air or work with the station or just people who want to get involved in general? Because WTSR is cool because we're also within the community along with being for the campus. Yeah, I mean, I think Underground's, like, a big part of that. I mean, you're having all these bands and, like, I mean, we're kind of affiliated, but, like, a lot of those bands were not affiliated. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. Um, I'm trying to remember the question. There was a lot from my brain. Um, yeah, I just, I think it's really cool, again, that I was able to to still have a spot in WTSR even after graduating. Um, and I think what I really like about it is that there's just so many aspects to it. Like, no matter who you are, there's a big chance you're going to have something in it that mm-hmm. is interesting to you. Mm. And, yeah, I just... <laughs> it's kind of sad that now I'm so interested in getting involved in like every way, but um, yeah. So I mean, I guess my advice is if you're col- if college has a radio station, don't wait till after you graduate because it's just you're missing out. I think <laughs> potentially. Yeah, I mean, I'm biased. I love college radio. I'm very happy to be a part of it. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, I love what I do here. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The show and yeah. That's awesome. And we're about reaching the end of our interview. I was wondering if you have anything you want to plug, whether it's your social media accounts. You can plug your radio show too, Angela, if you want, since I know you have a radio show. Um, And any upcoming tour dates and any projects that you may be working on. Anything you want to share and want the audience to know about. Yeah. Throw it at us. We'll start with the radio show. Yes. (laughs) Spirit of Radio. It's a progressive rock and progressive metal theme show. Um, plays Wednesdays, 6 to 8 a.m. if you're an early bird, <laughs> I guess. But, um, it's a good time. I play mm. a bunch of songs that fit a theme for mm. Brands of Rock and Metal. Um, I can plug, yeah, the, mainly I'm using Instagram. It's just Mixolydian Dreamer, no spaces or anything. Um, I don't know if you guys have projects you would want to plug. I know Dan probably Should I <laughs> advertise one of the five bands that I'm in? Oh, wait, Go actually, first, I just remembered. So Dan's project, Signal Valley. Signal Valley, yes. I'll let him, let him talk about that in a second. Yeah. But I want to say that we're releasing a single together, I think, hopefully next month. Yeah. I mean, we're still working on it and doesn't have a name or lyrics. Yeah. Hmm. But All it has is a finished drum track and a rough outline and bass. But yeah, it's... That'll probably be the next thing Mixolydian Dreamers is part of. Is this it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's Signal Valley. Yeah, that is me. So <laughs> it'll be like on both our accounts, I think. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have something you want to plug. I mean, Signal Valley just dropped an album like oh yeah, like like two days okay. ago. Sixteen mm-hmm. songs, hour long, all sorts of styles. Listen with your friends. Listen with your enemies. Turn <laughs> your enemies into your friends, and your friends into enemies. Evan, <laughs> did you want to say something? 
Uh, well, I think you should talk about how this lineup might be doing a Signal Valley show soon. That is Ooh, true. That's because exciting. it's really hard to find keyboardists. And I have a hard time connecting with the audience when I'm in front of a keyboard. <laughs> it's also equally hard to get your keyboardist to talk. Our, uh, our keyboardist is... I'm just thrilled to be here. <laughs> meeting all these talented musicians and... Uh... And Evan. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm oh, just kidding. I love you, man. Oh, no, just... no. Bass player slander. I'm, I'm kidding. It never ends. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is an awesome program you have uh, going here at the station. This underground. Thank you. I really like it a lot. Yeah, we've been doing this. Um, me and Cassie, our news director, who's been just sitting here watching us like a weirdo, <laughs> have our only our seniors. But this has been going on for over a decade. Um, even mm -hmm. KP doesn't remember exactly how long it's been going on, mm -hmm. and he's our like general manager at the radio station. But we've had, in each year, we get a lot of cool bands. Um, mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends who are musicians so i'll tend to get them or like like evan goes to tcnj so that's an easy connection and obviously you're in the radio station angela but it's something we really love doing and it's so exciting and like it's very rewarding when the bands come in and like it too because it would suck if they came in and said this it wasn't sucks. good <laughs> right do you guys have anything else you want to share before we wrap up the interview I'm trying to think. You, didn't, you guys didn't have any i saw lizard a few days ago but i don't see how it's relevant <laughs> what color to this. was it I was bearded. <laughs> Very Thanks for listening, everyone. Hello, I am Melissa Egan, and I'm here with C+. Hello. Hello. C Hi. How are y'all feeling today? We're good. Pretty good. We're doing great. Yeah. A little tired. <laughs> yeah. But. My mom thinks I'm cool, but I think I'm tired, too. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. I know I told you to listen, so thank you. Um, so how did you guys feel about your performance today? It was awesome. We've been trying to do something like that forever. A lot of times, we, we used to have like a series on our YouTube channel that was trying to do that, and it never turned out well because we didn't have enough people to like do cameras. So that was like, that was awesome. And we've been playing a lot of the places that aren't like full sound and the whole experience we want. So that I hope that's going to be, people are going to, it's going to translate very well. So. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> um, was, oh, sorry. Did you want to add something? I, if I'm allowed. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun to play like with a live studio audience, like being able to talk to them in between songs and, and not even necessarily get feedback, but also just like ride off their energy. It was it was a lot of fun. So. Have you performed at any other colleges? Yes, um, we played. I go to Ramapo College. Oh. We play there a lot. Um, we played here. We played here last year uh, for Cub Alt. We opened for Pink Shift, and then super cool band. We played at Montclair. I did uh, a radio thing for Montclair one time. Is that it? I wasn't there for that. that we've, was just we've, was I? Yeah, we've, we've played around yeah, colleges, yeah. yeah. Around. Went to Philly it's, once. It's the most fun. Oh. And, like, <laughs> we're about to go to Stevens and Rutgers. Yeah, so. Like, we're just, like, trying to make this year the, the play to college. We love college! <laughs> yeah, we love college. <laughs> so this is, like, your radio tour era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. It's so, just like a lot of fun. Like yeah. you just interact with like a lot of people that are really passionate about music and recording it and just being around it. It's just like, and it, you really don't get that from venues. Venues, you kind of show up some some guy that's like been there for fifty years, like yells at you to get on and off stage. So it's like it's 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 like ref it's refreshing to like walk into a room that's all people that are like our age that are like here to learn and here to improve and. Just like us. <laughs> yeah. People who treat us like human beings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Treating like human beings. Um, was it your first time performing any of the songs that you performed today? 
No, but that's probably going to be the first time people are able to like replay the Waiting for You. Um, that is unreleased C plus, so Ooh. hopefully people like exclusive. that. Yeah, exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. So we've been playing that live for about a few weeks now, maybe two months. But that's going to be the first time people are going to be able to like, like I want to listen to that and click it. So. Ooh, do there be any music videos possibly in the works for Waiting for You? Definitely. Cool. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> Um, all right, we're going to kind of change gears a little bit here. Um, what has it been like being a musician during a pandemic? Has it made the process easier or harder for you? Ooh, good question. Mm-hmm. Well, mus- be- being a musician in general during the pandemic was awful for everybody, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the pandemic, we were able to like kind of build this system that we're using today to practice and like run tracks and record. So it's like, as much as uh, COVID sucked for every musician, uh, we kind of came out of it like so much more polished as a band and able to do so much more yeah. that like, I feel like we wouldn't be as good as we are today. Not saying that we're good. But, <laughs> uh, we wouldn't be at where we're at today if we didn't go through that like two years of awful no shows yeah. yeah there's something about like being told no one is able to see you and then finally after like two years be like remember us yeah. and like coming out almost like completely different like yeah. it, it's a metamorphosis in a weird way i mean it was sort of weird i like sort of speaking as like the business of the band i was bummed because i felt like we were like we had some good traction going going into that we had our biggest show ever in February and then we opened for our first like touring band literally the night that COVID happened like we opened and I was like oh man like I gotta go to school tomorrow and I got a text it was like nope no school tomorrow oh. COVID is a thing um, but so I that, remember we were yeah. celebrating too yeah, yeah we were, yeah, we were yeah, so happy <laughs> um, but like artistically it's sort of the complete opposite it's like we had time to just sit at the computer and write songs and play guitar and work out new stuff so that's been great I know Claire made a lot of music during COVID as well. So, yeah. Cool. So what's coming up next for you guys? Any future projects or release dates or concerts that listeners such as myself can look forward to? Shall I pull out the calendar? Um, (laughs) So we've got something bigger is in the works, but it's going to be a little while. Um, But there will be new music this fall and five or six shows a month. Uh, the next big thing is going to be we're going to do a Halloween weekend tour. Uh, we'll probably do f- four shows the 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 four Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that'll be at all the colleges. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Every yeah, we're gonna go everywhere. Like we're we've been interacting with so many people that run like basement venues and and stuff like that. So like, there's there's so many like opportunities to be playing at at these like smaller venues that are just gonna get people because they want to go party and it's like it's such a nice it's really cool because like you get people that have never heard of you that are just going to like just go and they come out like liking your music or following you on spotify or having a sweatshirt or something like that and it's really it's awesome it's fun and it's fun to talk to people and meet new people that way like if you play a big show you can't talk to everybody you know and and those nice intimate shows in like a basement it's just like everyone's there smiling and having a good time and then right after you're able to you know get to actually know the people who who really like your music and it's it's important it's nice cool well it definitely sounds like a really cool experience yeah. but like put it like in your dreams do you have a dream concert venue red rock red, red rocks rock. yeah red rocks Where colorado red rock? that's about it <laughs> really? 
I love that place. Have you oh seen it? Oh my god, it's awesome. beautiful. It's gorgeous. Oh, I like, um, I saw Wallows at Terminal 5. Oh, that's awesome. Starland. Starland is good. I like PNC, right? Uh, it's just an awesome amphitheater. It's yeah. so cool. Brooklyn Steel's May, great. I, may I offer <laughs> just an, an answer to Trump, everyone? Oh, of course. The moon. Oh, <laughs> I would like to play in Atlantis say, yeah, now. Dream. dream venue is the ISS. <laughs> yeah, come on. Like, you guys are nerds. Well, we would be on the moon, and our sound guy would be on the On the ISS, ISS yeah. yeah. And all the video would be delayed by 30 seconds. Yes. Yeah. It would be cool. <laughs> Like King Cruel did it. King Cruel played on the moon. Like we could do it. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick faked it, so we're right. good. Yeah. <laughs> I actually know the guy that owns the set, so we can just go there. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah. So <laughs> the set of the moon landing is definitely our our dream I, I, concert. It's in Hoboken, right? Yeah. It's in Hoboken. Uh, it's actually Twelfth uh, Street and Fourth. Uh, okay. It's really cool. Cool. Next year, maybe. Twelfth and fourth. Twelfth and fourth does not exist. Oh. We, we just manifested like a yeah. off the moon. <laughs> Can't just start lying. <laughs> sure, I guess. There's no verification. Uh, Hogwarts. <laughs> your Honor, I'm not lying. I'm fibbing. <laughs> what does your songwriting process look like? Um, it, it there's a lot. Um, some like again, like over COVID, like I went on like probably the most songs I ever like wrote was because of COVID. Like I just figured out how to put my guitar into my computer and like write songs in Ableton. So there was like five or six songs that I just like sort of spit out and brought to them. Um, otherwise, usually one of us starts with some chords and some words. And I, I think it's kind of better nowadays to stick to having chords and words and bring it to the band because like there have been some songs that like I went overboard and I made a whole song in Ableton and I'm like it needs to be this way and it's like well then what's the point of bringing it to them you know like that the, it needs to sort of grow together so that I think that's been the most successful way what about well, you? I was gonna say how do you how do you form the song what's your what's your what's the Orphic egg there um what, what, what comes first? How, how does the process go? First. I'm, uh, asking, I'm asking the question. <laughs> <laughs> Flip the interview. How do you write songs? Um, <laughs> I would say that recently, like this is, I like to sort of tune my guitar to like a chord and be like, well, this is a chord that sounds good and then sort of just go from there. Usually the guitar parts always come first for me. It's, I think the maybe the opposite is for Claire. Like I know you're able to just like write words down. Yeah, I uh, when I worked on, I have like a solo album that I'm not gonna promote. <laughs> uh, no, but the point is, I remember again. It's the guitar comes after usually. Like I like, mm -hmm. I think Miles and I write. The reason I ask that question is because we write in very, very, very different directions. Right. Um, like again, guitar comes first, and you put the words over that. But mm -hmm. I know I have like notebooks full of words. I probably have more like set like tw three times as many sets of lyrics than I as I do like instrumentals. It's, right. it's very much just. I guess it's different mindsets. Yeah. For, yeah. for me, it's it's harder to. Like, if I have a bad day, I'm not going to, like, go home and be like, I had a bad day. Like, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, it's more, like, I, I need to sort of, like, the big process, like, I will get into the zone, like, heavy by, like, being like, these are four cool chords I like, or even two cool chords I like, as Fumi will be very, <laughs> you know, a lot of times I just pick two chords, and I'll just loop those, like, 
the, the song that we played, Waiting for You, I had a loop of that and just laid on my floor for two, three hours. I fell asleep, oh, wow. like, to the loop, just, like, listening to it. And then I woke up and I was like, okay. And then I, like, started writing over it. So I, like, have a hard time writing words if I'm not, like, really into the chord progression. So I guess that's mm -hmm. why the words come second. Okay. So you start with the chords, then you just let the words find you? Yeah. And there are... There are sometimes like I will force myself if I'm in class to like write down some words so that once I have a chord progression, it doesn't just die because I don't have any words for it. It's like you know I have a notebook, I'm just like this, could this fit? But yeah, cool. yeah, and it, we kind of all like we practice all. The time. <laughs> uh, so we kind of get to like act as our own producers because Miles will bring in a song that he wrote or Claire will bring in a song that she wrote and we'll like play through it and then I'll be like this sucks, let me change this. Or yeah. Fumi will be like, this is awful, let me change this. <laughs> this drum machine is completely impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, are, they are, I will say, like, I, I could see a world where it's just me and Claire and we just, like, it's just, it doesn't work because, like, we need them to be like, that is just not good. Like, it just doesn't <laughs> work. Or, play a bass guitar, <laughs> and, like, that is not a human being yeah. like, playing the drums. Yeah. The best thing that me and Fumi learned was to never just go, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we will be the first ones to go, that sucks. <laughs> There's something about airing your grievances that like really makes the energy better. <laughs> Were it's always guys? better to talk in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that actually brings me to my next question. Oh my god, were are we dating each other? <laughs> yes. Were you guys all friends before that you formed the band? Me and Fumi were actually married. We, oh. We've been married since sixth grade, yeah. yeah. It's nice. Uh, Miles and I are actually second cousins. <laughs> yeah. um, Wait, really? No. Only <laughs> five. Oh, okay. Me and Jake met in Taekwondo class when we were five. We had the same Superman zip-up shoes. <gasps> so we were like what, friends for 10 years before we started doing music? Like, it was not... Well, we were like... Well, because Miles always played guitar. Mm -hmm. Miles played guitar since I met him. Uh, and then in, like, eighth grade, our band teacher was like, yo, uh, you guys want to do, like, rock band? And me, who had only played saxophone my whole life, was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... So the rock band he made was Miles and uh, this guy, Nick, and this guy, what's it? I think Aiden. Aiden, you blonde? No, no, Aiden O'Neill. O'Neill, yeah. If you're listening yeah. Aiden? You Shout out Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> he plays hockey now. Yeah. He's good, but he plays hockey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've known Jake since you've been in sixth grade, and I've been in eighth grade. And Fumi was, yeah. I was, I used to get called Little Fumi. Yeah, it was yeah. good. He was my son for a while. Yeah. It was nice. In, so, like, fourth grade, I was called Little Fumi. Yeah. And so we uh, ended up, a few years later, a common, the band teacher that we all sort of filtered through in the school system. One of us, I think Jake asked him, do you know any drummers, any guitar players? And no, what happened was, we, I was, like, in high school, and there was no longer any rock band. And I was like, dude, I'm bored. I want to, I like, play music still. Yeah. And I was like, you want to play music? And you were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, who's the rest of our band? <laughs> <laughs> No, funny story. I met Miles twice uh, and didn't remember <laughs> no, him at dude. all. Like, no, did not remember him I at all. I met you like a hundred times. A hundred, maybe, yeah, more, possibly. I knew what you looked like. Yeah. I was like, that's Fumi. And yeah. every time you're like, what's up, man? How you doing? Miles' friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and then, when we picked up Fumi in the band, I was like, oh, yeah, Miles, you know Fumi, right? Miles was like, yeah, I know Fumi. And then when we walked <laughs> up and met him, we were like, I was like, yo, Fumi. He was like, yo, little Fumi. Uh, 
He's like, you want to join our band? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then turns to Miles and goes, hi, I'm fuming. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> they were smitten by my beautiful playing at the local high school musical, uh, high school. It all just been playing. We've been playing together since 2017. It's, it's almost five years now that we've been playing together now. Yeah, we, um, we started right now. 17 to 2020, five years. Cool. Now we're here. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite cover of a song that you did? I know you guys sang Claro. I think that's probably my favorite one right now. Hardest Button to Button. <laughs> we, yeah, Hardest Button to Button by Jack White. That was fun. Um, we did uh, What You Know by Two Door Cinema Club. Mm, that was, that was fun. Great choice. I really liked Left Hand Free. That was a lot oh. of fun when we played it for a while. We, we gotta like... bring back the Two Door Cinema Club. <laughs> that was so much fun. I'm gonna say Drain You by Nirvana because oh, I just had a noise solo. I, like, there was like a good like... 15 seconds of that song where I'm yeah. just wailing. I'm just, like, not <laughs> making human noises. I, I think that, that was, was like, really good for us to to not dive in to writing music. Because, like, if we had started writing music when we were the age we started playing covers, it would have been terrible. I mean, yeah, we and we did write music when we yeah, started playing covers. Yeah, and it was terrible. <laughs> so it's, like, we really had, like, almost a year of just, like, we had, like, an hour of covers that we would just be, like, we can do that. And then that sort of got us tighter as a band yeah. so if you listen but, to good music you make good music <laughs> at least after a while for the most part yeah. and then we're gonna do by the time this comes out we will be playing kids by mgmt <gasps> i don't know how that's gonna go i think <laughs> <it's really good. laughs> i don't know how that's where are you guys playing this are you like recording it and releasing it or? no, no just, it'll just it'll just pop up live shows up um, on the set list yeah see it on the paper yep it's already on the paper it just gets it's on the paper. Yeah. It, gets it was supposed out. to get played this weekend we just played two shows and both times, I was adamant that we were playing a 45-minute set. I was like, we're playing a 45-minute set. Jake, like, stop asking me. And then we get there, and like, we, it was like, oh, we're playing a 30-minute well, set. Well, because when, we <laughs> when we were printing the sets, I was like, it's a 30, right? And he was like, it's not a 30. <laughs> and it totally was a so 30. we haven't debuted that yet. Um, it'll probably be It'll be cool. Yeah. Hopefully. It'll <laughs> at least be cool. Have you guys played outside of New Jersey? Yeah, a few times. Uh furthest we've played is that one time on the moon that one time on the moon yeah uh yeah we do you know new york we're literally we're in rutherford so we are 30 minute 45 minutes on a bad day Mm -hmm. out uh from the city so we can pretty much do that whenever uh philly Philly, and then this fall we're gonna go to down to dc yes but nothing super far yet if anyone wants to book us for if anyone wants to book us for a tour (laughs) Yeah, if any any <laughs> cool band uh, out there that uh, d- that like would love to have like a really cool opener that would like to tour like East Coast, maybe like the whole United States, like we're down, dude. Yeah. If you want to tour Europe, let we'll go to Europe. <laughs> I don't even have a van, dude. I'll just I'll just put it on my back. Any aliens that are making us stop the moon? Yeah, <laughs> real quick. I would love to play the moon again. Yeah. It was great the first time. Any moon civilians yeah. that are willing to have us back, we're ready. <laughs> So I'm actually also from Bergen County. Oh. I'm from Salem. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're like town neighbors kind of. What yeah. year? Like what year in college are you? I'm a senior. So I graduated in 2019. Oh, hey, we're the same. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, Thank you. So I wanted to ask, what is the music scene like in Bergen County? I haven't heard of many um, bands forming name there. Drops. It, is, name it <laughs> is really growing. When we started, I don't know if we just couldn't find it. I'm sure we just couldn't find it. But... Um, <laughs> It's really, it's it's getting better, honestly. Our favorite venue is probably Red House in Booton. Is that in Bergen oh, County? Wow. I've never heard of that. Um, I don't think that's in Bergen. That's not in Bergen. It's in New Jersey. Oh, no, 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 yeah, it is. Booton? Yeah, Booton. 
straight up. Stand by. Burton County, the Google. But like the scene around us has like in the last pretty much since COVID like kind of exploded and there's a lot of like cool indie bands that have popped up. Um, should we pick one? Uh, I, I I can say my favorite local band right now. I love Jack Powers out of Montclair State University. Great artist. Well, I can't say Jack okay. Powers. <laughs> Jack Powers four times in a row. I can't say Jack Powers, and she's going to say Veronica Everhart. So and I'm going to say... And Screenager, and Screenager. Come on. Shout out. Don't speak for me. Love Screenager. Shout out Veronica Everhart. I've, 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 I've like, interacted with so many people in Screenager, and we have yet to play with them, and I really want to, and they're really cool. So Coming up. That's going to be mine. I'm going to pick Aiden Jack Finnessy, who's also not mm. from Burton County. That's... He's a, yeah. <laughs> so he's amazing. The scene around Burnham, there's not a whole lot of venues, but uh, we play Debonair Music Hall a lot, which is in Teaneck. I don't know if that's in Bergen County. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, I work at Dingbats. Yeah. That's in Bergen. That's so, in Bergen. Shout cool out venue. Dingbats. Yeah. No, that's Passaic, my man. <laughs> Shout out Clearly, C Plus doesn't know their counties. Yes. Hey, man. But, um, <laughs> I'm a yeah, bass player, not a geographist. I don't know if we like just couldn't find it when we started, but after COVID, we were. it almost felt like we were being welcomed into a scene. But it was like weird because we were like, well, we were, we've been here. Like, what happened? And then all of a sudden, it was just there were so many yeah. cool bands. They found us. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, a couple of them snuck up on us. <laughs> like, Aiden specifically right. was going to shows. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I have a band now. You guys want to play? And we were like, yes. <laughs> yeah, so. Cool. So but. this interview is kind of coming to a close. Oh. But I wanted to give an opportunity to show your best radio voice. All right, well, Jake's mm. going to probably go first. No, I'm going to go last. Save the best oh. for last, dude. So what are we saying right now? Whatever you'd want to say on the radio. Wow. As professional, full rain here. Whatever you'd like. Just don't curse. Say, say, um, say, say, um, getting really tired and I would love some nappies. Mm. Getting really tired. Yeah. Can we all do it and just, it'll be yeah. what? Well, I'm really tired I would love some nappies. I'm really hungry. hungry. I would like some snackies. Oh. And just keep going. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm really thirsty. I would love some. Drinkies. Brewskies. 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 Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, I'll you're really, I'll you're really out itchy. Something. I need some scratchies. I need some scratchies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm really hungry and I would like some snackies. I'm really thirsty and I would like some drinkies. I'm really sleepy and I'd like some nappies. I'm really lonely and I would love some cuddlies. Wow, that was great, guys. Have you guys considered any careers in radio? All the time. Uh, I have not. No. I would get kicked off the air so fast. <laughs> that was awesome. Awesome. That was a wonderful question from the studio. I would like to answer with a resounding yes. yes, yes. And we're going to go back to the weather. Thank you. Back to you, Pam. There's no Pam here, but thank <laughs> you. Raining thank you, Pam. <laughs> right. The locusts have come upon us once more. The plagues. <laughs> yeah, you could be a good, like, end of days. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if, we, if we were newscasters, Miles and I would be on breaking news. Claire would be on no, weather, would, and Jake would be on sports. I would like to specify, oh, I have considered a career in radio, and it would be as, like... Uh, you should do it. Like an, so, thank you guys so much for letting me interview you. Thank I you. really thank appreciate you for having it. Us. This is fun. Uh, yeah, open your mind, I guess. Open your mind! Open your mind! My name is Indigo. I'm here again on day two of fall 2022 underground. Right now, I am here with Hit Like a Girl. Very fun. Could everyone introduce themselves, please? 
Uh, my name is Nicole. I use they, them pronouns. Um, and I sing in front, hit like a girl. Uh, my name is Alex. I am playing backup guitar for Hit Like a Girl today. Uh, my name is Ethan. I'm playing backup drums <laughs> for Hit Like a Girl. Lead drums. Yes, of course, lead drums. <laughs> rhythm drums. I'm playing rhythm drums. Hi, my name is Ben, and I play the saxophone. Hi, my name is Tyler, and I play the bass. Very cool. And I just do want to note that uh, everyone here plays in a band called AM Reflection Tool. Thank so, you. you know, I just want to shout them out real quick. Of Thank course. you. Yeah, they were very, very nice to offer to be my band for this event today, which is really sweet. Cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So, you guys just performed, just finished your set. Mm -hmm. How are we feeling? Sweaty. Very sweaty, yeah. <laughs> it's a little warm in here. Yeah, I it's agree. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but it was fun. It was so much fun. It was like really professional, um, which I guess isn't too shocking considering college radio stations probably have like a nice budget. But um, that was really, well, maybe not. What do I know? I don't know. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. It was cool. It was a really nice experience. Everyone we've uh, met and interacted with has been very friendly and helpful and professional and courteous. So um, really cool experience. All right. Nice. Um, so could you walk me through the set list that was chosen for today? Well, uh, I guess I don't read my emails because I thought we were supposed to play like a real set. So we learned five songs, um, but the three that we chose that we would rock out the best were uh, Monsters, Cold to Be Alone, and Boomerang. In that order. <laughs> Very nice. So how did Hit Like a Girl start? Oh, um, so this has been a band for like uh, six years now or so. Um, it's always mostly me and then whoever agrees to play in my band at the time. Um, I literally have played with so many different people, which is really fun for me because it never sounds the same. Um, so that's kind of exciting and people always put their own twist onto their parts and things like that. So. Um, it's kind of fun to see what people bring to the table, and I've met so many cool people doing it this way, and have made a lot of friends in the past couple of years doing it this way as well. That's really cool. Yeah. So, um, since there have been a lot of like different people coming like in and out for different performances, um, would you say that there has been like even a shift in like established songs in a way? Yeah, um, just from the experience of playing with so many different people, I've kind of picked up over the years what songs are easier or harder for people to learn. Um, what d also depends on like how much time they have to learn the songs. Uh, we played a f show in Philly last month, and the person that played guitar had five hours to learn the set. <laughs> they agreed to do it, and uh, it was really crazy but fun. And then, you know, I've just been able to kind of I mostly play the same, I pick the same songs that most people agree are like easier to learn and have more fun playing too, because obviously I want whoever's playing with me to have a good time. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so on the topic of specific songs now, um, what would you say the writing process is like for your music? Uh, so also in the same vein of playing with different people all the time, I usually also write and record with different people all the time. Um, so I usually will write the skeleton of a song, as I call it, so the rhythm and the vocals. And then, depending who I already know I want to record with, I'll like send them a GarageBand demo of it, they'll record an idea over it, and then I'll send that to maybe someone who can play drums, they'll record an idea over it, and we just sort of pass it around until we're relatively happy with it. 
Um, a lot of songs have also just been completely birthed in the studio, just on the spot, which has been really exciting. Um, yeah, the musicians that played on the latest record are all like crazy good. So <laughs> that was like a lot of the like a lot of the bass parts that got recorded that day. You know, mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, so you all said you're from New Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay. Nice. So mm -hmm. I was wondering then. What would you say is like the best part of specifically like the New Jersey music scene? I'll let y'all answer that. Um, yeah, so uh, we, we've just been introduced to the New Jersey music scene um, over the past few months in this uh, year 2022. And I, I just think that it's full of just like amazing people, kind of. Uh, people who like really want to hear like new music and support new people there's a lot of things going on that really emphasize like supporting the artists and uh, letting them have their time to uh, show people what they can do anyone else yeah I'd say for me personally um, just the the New Jersey music scene has been very nostalgic because as an, like when I was an undergraduate uh, my first two years of college I was actually you know going to basement shows and seeing different people perform all the time with a bunch of friends that made up my school um so i actually came here like two or three years ago and was at this event watching in the stands and it's just cool to kind of like be back here later and then playing in it and being a part of it that's really cool and that actually leads me into my next question <laughs> um so world college radio day is coming up um, I wanted to ask if anyone here has any other experiences with college radio. Um, the most, I would say, I've been to like the Cub Alt shows before, so I think that might be the closest that I've gotten to it. And I feel like I've done an experience similarly to this. I just can't even remember what school that was. <laughs> Understandable. <Yeah. laughs> Are there any upcoming performances or projects for Hit Like a Girl? Uh, we are releasing new music uh, in October at some point. Um, it's going to be just like a quick little six-track EP. Um, don't want to give too much away, but it's not the same genre that we normally play, so that will be really exciting. Um, and that'll be out uh, via Refresh Records. And... Um, as far as shows go, I think we're trying to maybe get on something in Philly in October, but none of that is even close to confirmed. So I can't really say for sure anything on the books right now, but that's so, okay. So Just focusing on the release. Keep an eye out. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so do you guys have like social media or like a website or anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, Just for sure. So we have, can keep up? Yeah, all those things. Uh, the website's hitlikeagirlband.com. Um, Instagram is hlagband, and Twitter is also hlagband. It was all Hit Like a Girl NJ for a while, but uh, moved to Philly, and Hit Like a Girl PHL doesn't fit. So <laughs> now it's hlagband, which is ugly, but it is what it is. And about AM Reflection as well, do you guys have anything coming out? So we have a single coming out on September 30th, and we're also playing a show that day, and then also... A show the 24th of September at Clementon Water Park. It's a really interesting uh, cool. gig that we got there. Uh, but yeah, we're just slowly like getting all of our studio produced stuff out uh, for the public to see. The last thing that we have on Spotify is stuff from my bedroom, so it's nice to get like a, a real professional sound out for people. All right, and where can people find you guys online? 
You can find us on uh, Instagram at AM Reflection Music and TikTok with the same name. Don't have anything else besides that. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, thank you guys again for your time. Thank you for having interview, us. interview, performing, and yeah, thank you. Sweet, thank you. I just wanted to say thank you to all the bands and interviewers in this episode. Um, unfortunately, we can't have Cassie's Corner because the interviews ran long, but come back next week for more underground interviews and hopefully we will squeeze in a Cassie's Corner. Um, have a great week and don't forget to open your mind.